My name is Aubrey, and you're listening to Aubrey Talks Everything on Spotify. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Following the link in the show notes, let Spudsprout know I sent you gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support my show. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. I didn't see you there. Do you want to know what I got today? A brand new Apple Pencil. It was an early Christmas present. What do you guys want? Alright, so today we're going to be reading The Last Christmas Tree by Deborah Hoffman. And also, it is published by Mascot Books. So let's start reading. The little tree, Twig, as the other trees nicknamed him, was planted in a tree farm. It's a horrible thing not to feel good about yourself, and Twig definitely did not feel good about himself. He wasn't considered a sapling like the other young trees. He wasn't even green like the others. The reason Mr. Baum, the owner of Mr. B's famous tree farm, gave Twig so much attention was a mystery to everyone. The trees, the workers, and the shoppers. Why Mr. B had even had one of his trees selected to be the Christmas tree at the White House, where the President of the United States lives. Danny Boy was still a legend among trees, almost revered. He was almost revered because trees do not exalt themselves. They honor the one who made them. Twig often spoke to the one in tree language, of course, never complaining, but only wondering why he was such a twig. The answer would drift to him in the whisper of the wind. Sometimes the birds would even repeat the message. Be patient. Time proves the worth of all things. God, the one, does not make mistakes. So Twig would wait and try to send his roots deep into the earth. Mr. B would softly tell him to grow, that he needed him to grow. This always made Twig feel slightly better. After all, Mr. B was a great arborist and loved trees. Christmas should have been a wonderful time, but in Twig's life, it was a lonely and humiliating season. The other trees would grow quickly and often be selected by their second year. Perfect for some families Christmas, Twig had heard the stories of the lights, the tinsel, and the children singing carols. Those special songs about the one. Mr. B played those carols every year during the season. Twig could only imagine what the inside of a store or home looked like. 
but to be at a church? Now that would be at the top of Twig's list of dreams. Each tree knew if they were selected. At the end of the season, they would return to the one. Then, in the cycle of a life, they would be planted again somewhere else. Their seeds carried by the birds, the animals, the wind, and the rain. Mr. B's famous tree farm was like the next step to heaven, but Twig was never chosen. Even as Mr. B grew older and his steps grew slower, never once did he neglect to come every day and tend his trees. Twig was always his last stop for the day. Mr. B always whispered to Twig that he had saved the best for last. One day, Mr. B came and spent the whole day at the farm, walking through the trees, stopping and gently caressing their branches against the palms of his hands. All the trees knew something very special was happening. But what? Once again, Twig was last. Mr. B knelt down next to Twig. Well, actually, sort of under him, as Twig had somewhat grown. Mr. B pulled a branch to his face and smelled the comforting fragrance of Twig's needles. Mr. B whispered the special secret about this day. He told Twig that he was going home to the one. The breeze heard its whisper and carried the secret to all the other trees. Soon, the whole farm was filled with the most beautiful scent as the trees waved their branches in farewell to Mr. B. He was going to the one. How special! It wasn't even Christmas, and Mr. B was going to the one who made him. All Twig could feel was loneliness and shame. He was happy for Mr. B, but what would life hold for a puny little tree like Twig without Mr. B? While all the birds and trees were carrying on, Mr. B told Twig another secret. All these years, Twig was so special because. Trees like Twig did not grow in such a warm climate. Mr. B told Twig that his best friend didn't believe in God, the One. So he had specially ordered Twig to prove his friend that the One can make anything grow anywhere. Twig was living proof of the One to Mr. B's friend. Mr. B also told Twig that he was so proud of him for patiently growing and never giving up. He said that he had truly saved the best for last. Then here it came, the clincher. The one was also proud of Twig. Mr. B said that Twig would be a tremendous witness of the ever living one. That day, Twig grew two inches just at the thought of standing tall for the one and Mr. B and Mr. B's. In a few days, the tree farm was closed. The birds heard the workers say that Mr. B had died. Oh no! The trees knew that Mr. B had left his earthly shell, the thing humans call a body, and returned to the one. They also knew Mr. B was alive, just like he was here, only better. Twig stood tall every day. Brambles and weeds began to overcome some of the trees because there was no one to tend them. But Twig just stood for the one and Mr. B and Mr. B's friend. He wanted to be a good testimony. Finally, one day the gates to the farm were opened, and workers began to clear the brush, vines, weeds, and brambles away. They dug up some of the trees and others that needed to go to the one were cut down. For some reason, they left Twig alone. Soon, he was the only tree left in the farm. Strange people came with large scrolls of paper that they kept looking at. The birds said the scrolls were plans. Developers, the birds heard. 
Within a short time, the whole tree farm was being dug up. Strange rocks were moved in to create waterfalls and stone paths and flower beds. Twig just kept standing. A beautiful pool was created near Twig. In one unforgettable magic moment, Twig saw himself in the reflection of the water. He had truly grown. His branches were magnificent. What a beautiful color his needles were. A very unusual soft blue sort of color. He heard the words, Blue Spruce. One of the men at the foot of Twig said, Blue Spruce never grow here. The other man said, I know, but you see, I had a friend who told me things like that. Miraculous things. This tree was my proof of the one who makes trees and miracles. Because of this tree and my friend, I believe in the one. Twig knew it was Mr. B's friend speaking, and he gently moved his branches, creating that comforting fragrance Mr. B had loved so much. Twig could picture Mr. B in the one smile. Twig went on standing and growing. You see, Mr. B's friend bought the tree farm and developed it into a beautiful park with Twig growing right in the middle of it. Mr. B's friend donated the park to the city with the condition that Twig could never be cut down. Twig kept growing for over 100 years and he was the most beautiful blue spruce ever. There were two plaques at the base of him. One was a sign that Mr. B had placed there so long ago. It read, this tree is not for sale. This would explain why no shopper had ever bought Twig. On the other plaque was the story of Mr. B and his friend, and the one who is the maker of all trees and miracles. Twig was famous all over the world, with his picture on postcards and in magazines. There were even articles about him in science journals. The best reward for Twig was that families would travel to show their children the last Christmas tree, as Twig came to be known. The one decorated Twig in the spring and summer with bluebirds, doves, and fireflies, and in the winter season with redbirds and mysterious starlights. This was a tender touch from the one because he knew Twig wanted to be decorated like the other trees at Christmas in celebration of the maker of trees. P.S. The year before Twig went to be with Mr. B, Mr. B's friend, and the one, the great king, that Christmas it snowed. Redbirds, starlights, and snow! Those that stood in the beauty of the snowfall shared the story with their children and grandchildren. And so the retelling of the story will continue for generations. The pictures were phenomenal. It was a Christmas miracle. You see, Twig had always wanted to feel the cool, heavy blanket of snow on his branches. After all, he was a blue spruce. And the one knows the way of all things he makes. Even blue spruce and children. Aww. Guys, I really loved that book. I'm kind of speechless about it. That was super duper sweet, even though it's kind of sad, but it's a really great message that he puts out. All right, guys, Merry Christmas. See you in the next episode. Bye. You can find me on Instagram at 
I am Aubrey Scott and Aubrey's Happy Birthdays. And for my Facebook and YouTube, Aubrey's World Network.